Hello, everybody. It's Terry and Renee. And you know, darling, we were just talking about partnership. That's what I was <laughs> going to say. Yes, it's a wonderful, wonderful word. And it means that we can get something done even bigger and better when we work together to do it. Well, yeah, because nobody can do anything all by themselves. No, that's right. That's all throughout right. history, God has given people partners. You know, I've partnered with ministries since I was a kid right. in church. Right. I'm sure you have yes, too. Yes. Still partnering with ministries all over uh, everywhere <laughs> uh, and helping them get stuff done. And we're right. so grateful to our own partners yes, we that are. have helped us do things for 52 years around the world. We pray for them Big daily, yeah, uh, but all of us need somebody and all of us are helping somebody and all of us are in this thing together That's right. because That's we right. are God's community, God's right. team getting the gospel to the world. You weren't meant to walk this journey alone either. None of us were. Thank you for watching today and you won't want to miss this next program. So all of heaven is watching the earth all the time, looking for a man or a woman that's going to use the Word of God, that's going to speak the Word of God, that's going to move on the Word of God. And when they do, heaven moves. Hello, everyone. God bless you and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries program, More Than Conquerors. That's who we all are. The Word of God promises us that from the Word of God, the Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 8, do you good to go read the whole chapter and find out again God's plan to just, you know, as you say so often, Interrupt the church, yes. <laughs> interrupt us and show us a better way. Show us who we really are. Show us that there's power and that there is wonderful restoration from the word of God. God's just looking for somebody, Terry, to believe it. Oh, yeah. You know, the Lord's just looking for oh, somebody. He, he, the eyes of the Lord, the Bible says, run to <laughs> yes, the Yes, yes, yes. The whole earth looking for a place to it. show himself strong. Yes. I've been telling him since I was a teenager, well, right here. Right here. You show yourself <laughs> Look strong. Look no further. Just find me. You know, here, here I am. Here I am, uh, Lord. No, God's looking to show himself strong. Yes, He's he is. He's looking to perform his word. And that's why Jeremiah one twelve says, I watch over my word or I hasten my word right. to perform right. it. All of heaven watches the earth 24 hours a yes. day looking for that. a man, a woman, a boy or girl that's going to speak the word of God right. and, is going, and is going to do the word of God right. because then heaven moves. That's right. Amen. That's, Amen. A, that's startling. I mean, to think that the God that created everything we see, hear, feel, taste, smell, touch, all of these things, that that God is so interested that he's just looking over the earth all the time, find, looking for people that will believe him. Uh, that his word is true. I, I just am thrilled by that. Terry and I talk about this so often, how T.L. Osborne said in his great book, Healing the Sick, that every word of God has within itself the That's ability to produce what it promises when it is believed and acted upon. 
Now think about that. Every word of God has within its like DNA the ability to produce what it promises when it is believed and acted upon, like you said, any boy, girl, man, woman, (laughs) anywhere in the world. Absolutely. I mean, that's just startling to me. I mean, Terry and I, we talk about this constantly, and it's so important for us as as human beings, as individuals, and in a marriage, and in a ministry, and dealing with all the people that we deal with from our family, our grandchildren, the world, that we continually remind ourselves that God is enough. Yes, He, he is. told us we are more than conquerors. When we believe this word, when we act on it, when our faith in God and his word is believed and acted upon, we continually encourage ourselves in oh, that. Absolutely. I mean, we talk about it That's all why. the time That's that we why. can do it. No matter what, no matter what comes, we're going to do the word. That's why he calls himself El Shaddai. Yes. The God that's more, more than, than enough. enough. <laughs> I mean, he is the God, oh, the God. What a God. That's more yeah. than enough. You don't need another God. You don't need something yeah, else. Right. He's the God that's more than enough. He's El Shaddai. More the, than enough. That means the many-breasted one. Yeah. Uh, he'll, you know, he'll be your father, your mother, your supply. Right. You know, that, that's, that just proves again one more time that great verse that says, Be still. And know that I am God. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, just sometimes you just need to sit still and just reflect on the fact that he is more than enough. Yes, If he's done it before, he'll do it again. And he'll do it again. And he'll do it again. (laughs) And he never runs out. What an awesome thought process to take on in your daily life to realize that we really are, Terry. As you've quoted that verse for decades now, we are more than conquerors. We are. are I mean, that just. We are conquerors. Hallelujah. You know, you know, heaven, as I said a moment ago, is just watching the earth. Yes. Constantly. The, the, there's, never, there's never a time they're not watching. Uh, they're watching That's the right. whole earth 24-7. That's right. Uh, to see somebody, if somebody's going to say something or do something based on the word. Right. Because heaven uh, is, is waiting and watching the earth to see right. what you're going to do what right. you're going to say so they then know what they're supposed to do. That's exactly it. That's how it works. They don't know what they're supposed to do for you <laughs> In the until earth, they yeah. watch what you are going to do, what you are going to say. You know, it, it, it's like Peter getting out of the boat. Yes, that's such a great example. You, you know, Matthew 14, uh, verse 23, 23 uh, it says that, you know, John the Baptist has now had his head cut off. He's, the, the, you know, they, the bad guys have killed him. And John was Jesus' cousin. They, right. were, they were, you know, lifelong friends. Right. And um, so Jesus was sad about it, you know, wanted to be by himself. Uh, so he went away to be by himself, to, right. to, to pray. But the multitude followed him. You know, he could never get away from the people. They, they followed him. And so because they followed him, then he turned around and ministered to them. And he ministered and ministered and ministered. And ministered. Even though he's hurting, even though he's sad, even though, you know, he's got this loss in his life. Right. Um, he, he still ministers. So it tells us that, that towards the end of the day, then he finally turned to his disciples. He says, hey, guys, <laughs> I tell you what, y'all go ahead and get in the boat and head to the other side. Right. And he said, I'm going to go ahead and send the multitude away. Right. And he said, then when I, when I do, I, I'm going to just go in the mountain and pray. Right. I, I just need some time. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go in the mountain and pray. And when I get through praying, I'll just join you. 
y'all just go ahead and head over and I'll, I'll catch up with you. And wow. I don't know if they thought that through or not. Like, well, how's the boss going to catch wow, up with us? Yeah, if we take right. the boat, how's he going to get there? Right and there. so he, so the Bible says then that he, 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 when he had sent the multitude away, he went up into the mountain apart or by himself alone uh, so he could pray. Mm. I've always said, you know, if Jesus had to pray, we probably do. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. probably good. That's probably a good key. That's right. And he went to, to pray. And the Bible says when the even was come, that the boys uh, were out in the middle of the water mm-hmm. and the wind was blowing and they were dealing with all that and headed over to the other side. Right. And so Jesus just said, well, I'll go. I'm going to join the guys. Where are they? And he just looked out and, and in, the, in the spirit, he, he saw where they were. Well, wow. And so he just started walking on water. <laughs> and he, he just started walking out to where they were. And, oh, and his, I have an idea. <laughs> his intention was, Renee, right, right. That he was just going to walk out to where they were, exactly. get in the boat, yes. and finish the rest of the trip over right. to the other side, right. in the boat with the guys. That, that was right. his intention. That's what he intended to do. Right. But And so I've often said that, you've heard me say this for years, that, that angels are, are, are underworked and overpaid. Yes. Because yes. they don't have anything to do in heaven. No. Now, now, don't take me wrong. Somebody's going to say, oh, they praise the Lord. And they do. I, I got all that. But I'm saying they don't have anything to do for you yeah. in heaven That's it. until you do something on the word or right. say something say on the something. word. And so they have to always be attentive yeah. and watching exactly. to see if you're going to say something on the That's word, right. if you're going to do something on the word, because if you do, they have to go to work. If That's you right. do, they have to move yeah. to make the word of God good. Right. And so uh, usually they they don't have anything to do. They just sit in heaven chewing on a toothpick, you know, <laughs> waiting for you to say something intelligent on the word, waiting for you to do something yeah. on the word. Dean uh, always said that. You and, know. and so they just, yeah, they, so they were watching. <laughs> and they've watched this whole deal. They've watched John get killed. They've watched Jesus go right. apart. They've watched the multitude right. be preached to. They've watched him tell the boys to go on to the other side. They've watched him send the multitude away. They've watched him go pray. And there, right. there's nothing for them to do. They're just watching all this, right? Keeping attentive, paying attention, and so finally, uh, Jesus gets through praying and turns around and says, Where, "Where's the guys? At? Oh, they're out in the middle of the walk. I'll just walk out there." And so when he did, I'm sure some of those angels kind of bumped each other and elbowed each and said, "Hey, look, the boss is walking on water." Right? He hadn't done that before on earth. This is that's cool. Uh, we he hadn't done that before, and so they're just enjoying watching him walk on water, and with the intention of getting in the boat. And going on to the other side. Mm. But as he approached the boat, these spiritual giants, these <laughs> these apostles, <laughs> these disciples, these That's great right. men of faith right, right. got scared and thought he was a ghost. Right. And so they they said, oh, look, look, what is it? What is, it's a ghost. And so Jesus said to them, the thing he always said, every time Jesus showed up, he said, don't be afraid. Every time an angel showed up, they said, fear not, don't be afraid. And so that's what Jesus said. It says here that that when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, it's a spirit. And they cried out for what? Fear. Fear. How many times have I said fear and faith cannot Cannot live in the same house? Fear is hell's only play. It's hell's only move. That's right. And so they've got to get you. Hell's got to get you scared. (laughs) Boy, is that the truth. So you can't operate in faith because if you're operating in fear, you can't operate in faith. If you're operating in faith, you're not going to operate in fear. And so Mm. fear is fear being a spiritual force from hell that motivates hell and moves hell. And faith being a spiritual force from heaven that motivates heaven and moves heaven. That's right. So the angels are watching all this. You know that. And so uh, they said, 
Oh, look, what is it? Oh, no, it's a ghost. It's a ghost. And they were troubled. They were scared. Right. They cried out for fear. Fear. And uh, I'm sure the angels kind of punched you. They said, hey, look at the guys are seeing the balls walking on the water, and they're scared. They think he's, they think he's a ghost. Hey, guys, look, they think he's a ghost. <laughs> and then Jesus spoke up, and he My said, uh, he said uh, be of good cheer, guys, or cheer up. It's me. It is I. Be not afraid. afraid. And we find that Old Testament and New. It's always the right. first thing God says or a, a representative of God says, don't get scared. Don't be afraid. Right. Don't get in fear. Fear not. Fear not. Fear not. Fear not. And he said, don't be afraid. It's me. So that should have settled everything down. Right. And then he just walk on over to him and right. get in the boat and finish the trip. But no, Peter has a better idea. <laughs> always. Peter's not sure it's him, <laughs> even though he just said it's right. me. right. So Peter says, well, Lord, if that's you, bid me come. <laughs> Can't you imagine the angels saying, hey, look, Peter just said, Lord, if it's you. He just told him it's me. But that's they, right. Peter said, that's if right. it's you, bid me come. <laughs> Wonder what the boss is going to do now. Because if he doesn't bid him come, they're going to think it's not him. Right. And they're going to be scared. What's he going to do? Well. And so Jesus standing there and perplexed with the same situation saying, if it's me, bid him come. Right. I just told him it's I just me. Told him it was I me. just told him it's me. Don't be afraid. And he says, if it's you, bid me come. And so, right. so if I don't bid him come, he's going to think it's not me. Right. But it is me. So I have no choice except to bid him come. Right. Okay, Peter, come. <laughs> that one word, come. Yes. And I'll bet you, Renee, that when he said that word, come. I'll bet you the angels stood up. Right. Wow. And the rustle of wings. And they said to each other, Look, hey, guys, pay attention. I don't know what Peter's going to do, but, but it, you know, if he doesn't do anything like normal, we, we're, we can sit back down. We're, we're cool. We don't have to do anything. <laughs> if but Peter if, he starts out. To, if he starts to walk. <laughs> right, right. If he moves on that word of God. Right. The word has come from the mouth of God come. If he moves, if this human moves on that, we have to go to work. Wow. And we have to do a miracle. We either have to make Peter light or the water hard. We we, we got to fix it where Peter can walk exactly. on water. So exactly. pay attention. My pay goodness. attention. Get get ready. Yes. And so they're just watching intently. What's Peter going to do? And Peter's standing there in that boat. And Jesus said, come. And I tell you, when Jesus said, come, Peter just lifted his foot up over the side and stepped out on the water. Wow. And I mean, heaven moved. Pow. And again, I don't know what they did. I don't know if they made Peter lie to the water hard, but they did a miracle no so that a man no could defy gravity and all yes. the lo natural laws of this world yes. Yes. and walk on water supernaturally, creative miracle. Exactly. And so wow. they moved and did it. And so here's Peter walking on the water. The boys are in the boat watching this with eyes, just, jaw, jaws dropped, eyes wide. And G Peter, Jesus standing on the water waiting for him to come. And Peter's just walking on water supernaturally. My, my, my. And everything's fine. Except the devil. Remember the devil? The devil was sitting on his shoulder like he does on Isn't everybody's that the shoulder. Truth? Isn't that the and truth? And whispered in his ear. That's right. Pointed out something to him. Distracted right. him. Right. And he said, psst, Peter, the wind's blowing. <laughs> Peter, psst, psst, the wind's blowing. You can't walk on water. The wind's blowing. And the Bible says that when when Peter looked around. Yeah. He took his, took eyes, his eyes off Jesus. He looked took around. Took his eyes off Jesus. 
the word. And he saw, Matthew tells us, he saw the wind was boisterous or was blowing. Yeah. As though it had just happened. Yeah. Yeah. It says he began to sink. He began to sink. He didn't sink. He didn't drown. Right. He began to sink. sink. And when he began to sink, then he said, Lord, save me. And Jesus just grabbed him and uh, wow. they walked back to the boat together. Jesus didn't carry him or put him on his back. Gracious, I mean, they, they walked to the boat God. together, yes, got in the yes, boat and yes. finished the trip over the other side, which Jesus intended to do in the first place. Right. Now, now, several points here. I've had people tell me over the decades, they've said, hey, Brother Terry, why did Jesus make Peter walk? He mm. knew he didn't have the faith. He knew he couldn't do that. He, he knew, why did he make? I said, Jesus didn't make him walk. Right. Jesus intended to come get in the boat. Right. And go to ride the boat to the other <laughs> side. Peter's right. the one that forced the issue. Right. Peter's the one that stood up and said, well, Lord, right. if it's you, bid me to come. Right. Call me out there. Let me walk on water. And so Jesus did, and he got to looking around and said, oh, my God, the wind's blowing. I can't walk. Mm. And that's always the devil's job to distract That's right. Always to Tell distract you. Tell you something totally irrelevant. Yeah. Create a brush Because it doesn't make any something. difference if the wind's yeah. blowing or not. You can't walk on yeah. water. It, you to it doesn't make any yourself. difference if the water's completely calm. You yeah. go out here to a swimming pool uh, on a calm day or a lake <laughs> on a calm day, and that water just as flat as glass, and you just try to walk on water. You can't, you can't walk on water if the wind's not blowing. It had nothing to do with anything that's right. except exactly. to get his eyes off exactly. Jesus and distract exactly. him. And so when he looked around and said, oh, my God, the wind's blowing. I can't walk. And began to Amazing. sing. Now, notice something. The, the church always says, now, oh, no, Jesus is just always nice, and he's always sweet, and he's always meek and mild, yeah. and he's always just a little the sissy. Mm -hmm. He's just always, no, 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 no. Look what Jesus did. The very first thing he said whenever he saw, whenever he, whenever he rescued him, it says when, when he, Peter, saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid fear. Right. Fear. Right. He was afraid and beginning to sing. Right. He cried, saying, Lord, save, save me. me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and saved him. But that wasn't all of it. Jesus then dressed him down and rebuked him. Jesus was not happy. No, that's right. He was not happy about this. Yeah, and we he, need to pay he, attention he, to those When he things. grabbed him and, and rescued him and, and saved him, it says he caught him and said to him, O thou of little faith, wherefore did you doubt? Peter, what would you doubt for? I told you it was me. I called you out here. You were walking on water. You were doing the supernatural. Heaven was moving for you, and you got in fear, and you doubted. Why did you do that, oh, you little boy of faith? Isn't that? Just a little boy of faith. Wow. <laughs> boy, remember, that proves it. You remember Mom and Dad Goodwin? Yes, yes. Some of you old-timers so. remember Mom and Dad Goodwin. <laughs> if you ever listen to Brother Hagen preach or right. ever read any of his books, he talked about all the time yes. his dear, 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 dear friends, best friends in the world, uh, J.R. and Carmen Goodwin. Goodwin. Mm -hmm. And uh, they used to pastor this First Assembly of God Church in Pasadena, Texas, which is right. a suburb of Houston. And uh, Brother Hagen would go visit with them. In fact, he would he'd be driving across the United States to go somewhere and preach, and he'd, he'd go out of his way to come to Houston to just to visit with them. Right. Uh, Mom and Dad Goodman are the ones that taught. Uh, they're the ones that got John Osteen filled with the Holy Ghost. Right. Uh, they're the ones that taught us all, uh, taught Howard Carter about the gifts, gifts of the Spirit. Of Spirit. And Howard Carter is the guy that wrote the book on the gifts of the Spirit that we all go read his books to find out about the gifts of the Spirit. And yet Mom and Dad Goodman is the one that taught him. So they, these are quality, credible yes, people. Exactly. And they were dear friends of mine. 
They and were they had visited me in Mexico, and 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 you know, and well, I, you brought mom to our church I in did. Corpus Christi I, to minister. I did after uh, dad Goodwin I, I, yeah, had gone after to Brother heaven. Goodwin died, I called you and Dean and said, yeah. "Hey, would you like to have mom Goodwin preach for yeah. you?" Yeah, oh, they were they were wonderful. They were powerful. Wonderful anyway, my point thing. was, one day uh, I was in Tulsa, and and I had I, I had pastored a church just for a short time, even though I'm not a pastor. Uh, the pastor there had died, mm. and uh, uh, the Lord spoke to me and said, stabilize this church, pastor this church, help right. me. And so I told him, I said, I'm going to help you. God told me to help you until we get you a pastor, but I won't be here forever. Uh, and so one day I told Mom Goodwin, I said, you know, I'm thinking about just going ahead and leaving and just leaving this with my associate pastor. Mm. And, uh, uh, and, and she went into tongues and interpretation and she's oh no oh no you can't leave with him he's just a little boy faith <laughs> he's just <laughs> so a little boy that's faith. where i got that phrase from jesus said peter you're just a little boy of faith little oh boy. ye of little faith wherefore little did you die i mean jesus dressed him down right there on the right water there. rebuked him after he'd walked on water rebuked him and but blew it <laughs> and, and said you What's wrong with you? No, right. What's the matter with you? Right. Why didn't you have the faith for that? You, oh, ye of little faith, why did you doubt? You know, the time Jesus said to him, he said, guys, you've been with me so long. Right. You've been with me so long right. and you don't have any faith. How is it possible you don't have any faith? I mean, Jesus, wow. just uh, he wasn't happy about it. No. So anyway, so Jesus and Peter then my walked my. back to the boat on the water, supernaturally, right. Right. walked back, get in the boat. Boat goes on. They spend the night on the other side. Well, don't you know the next day, sitting around the fire at lunch, don't you know they were talking about that? Exactly. And I tell you, that was the most exciting thing I've ever seen in my life. I, <laughs> I tell you, have. here we were yes. looking out there, and there's Jesus walking to us yes, on the water. Yes. And then, and then Peter stands up and says, "Lord, bid me come." And Jesus said, "Come ahead on." And uh, Peter just walked out there to men. That was so exciting. Matthew probably said, I, "I was right there next to Peter when he stood up and put his foot on that water. It just gave me chill, it gave me goosebumps wow. on my goosebumps." And, and you know, Judas probably said something like, "Man, I could have made money off that if I'd known what." You know, Thomas probably <laughs> sitting there and saying, too. "Thomas probably sitting there saying, I knew it wouldn't work. I, I knew that wouldn't.' I knew work. he couldn't do it." Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and but so they were all excited because they saw it. Right. They had a testimony. Yeah. They had the testimony of saying, "I was there." There. When Peter walked, walked on, on water. water. But how do you think Peter felt? Oh wow! He walked. Yes, he my walked. goodness! Yeah, he, he had, had a miracle. Yes, and and so the question here would be: We know what heaven did for Peter. We know what God did for Peter. We know what the angels did for Peter. What did heaven and God and the angels do for those other eleven? In the good boat? question, not a thing, because they didn't move. They didn't nobody move. moved on the word except Peter. Except Peter. Those other guys didn't move on the word, so heaven didn't have to do anything. No, that's right. That's right. Heaven's not mad at them. It's just that they didn't move on the word. Right. Didn't do anything. Didn't put any action. Faith always demands action. Action. And so, so they just watched the whole situation. Said, "Okay, Peter walked. That's cool." But they didn't have to do anything with those other guys. You know. So wow. So, um, Ought to keep heaven busy. One old Keep preacher decades busy. and decades and decades ago, he preached this sermon called, Are You a Are You a Dry Boat Rider or a Wet Water Walker? <laughs> oh, and that's I, good. I went to him after the sermon and I that's called good. him by name and I said, I said, I'm not a dry boat rider. Neither am I a wet water walker. I'm a dry water walker. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're, heaven's always watching, Renee. Yes. Always watching. Absolutely. Always watching and saying, are we going to have to do something for them? What can we do for right. them? We were, our hands are tied. We can't do anything right. until they speak the word or act on the word or both. Right. 
But well, most know, of the time, they don't have to do anything. I was just going to add to that. We're, we're, we're coming down to the countdown here. But, you know, most Christians, or a lot of Christians, or I should say far too many Christians, just walk around every day in their relationship with the Lord, just loving God and know sure, God sure, loves them. And, sure. and the birds are singing and, yep. and I go to church on Sunday and right. the Lord knows I love him and everything. Right. But they never use their faith to believe God for no, anything. That's right. That's right. And then they get sold a doctrine. Well, you know, God is in control. So they're they're just emancipated so from any participation. They have no participation with their own faith. And we want to encourage you to get involved and use your own faith. Absolutely. Even John, I think it was John Wesley that said, it appears that God can do nothing in the earth except man yeah, ask him. And, and Jesus sure even... Wesley, but that, about somebody said that. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus even said that, um, you know, ask and keep on asking. Mm-hmm. Ask and keep on asking. Right. Believe and keep on believing right. Right. so that you can receive. And he exactly. said, if you don't receive, then you're not a vine that's producing. Because God said, I hasten my word to perform it. Yes. He said, I create the fruit of your lips. lips. Isaiah 57, 19. Right. And in 2 Chronicles 16, 9, says the eyes of the Lord run to and fro. fro. So those scriptures together, coupled with that testimony of Peter, shows us what we're supposed to be doing. The heavens are watching you, watching me. They don't know what to do for us until we act or say something. That's exactly right. Based on the word. We started off talking today that you are more than conquerors out of Romans chapter 8. But I'm just going to remind you here before we leave the air that uh, the Lord is good and we know his word is truth. <laughs> and we've got a wonderful t-shirt here for you. And well, then also... I say that when I was a teenager, so I've been I've had millions of people say it since then. And we're going to give you along with it free God's opinion of you. Well, until next time, please uh, stay tuned. Call us, talk to us, let us know your prayer requests. And we say again, you are... More than conquerors. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody. Terry Mize here. Wanted to give you a quick report about JMICF, Jackie Mize International Children's Foundation, our great Christmas project for orphans we we do every year, and uh, let you know that this was our best year ever. Uh, Shortly, we'll have all the photos in, all the reports in, and we can give you a full-blown report, but I just wanted to let you know now. uh, Last year was our best year up until this year, and both of those in the middle of a pandemic, so we appreciate what you did, uh, appreciate your helping us, partnering with us, and I want you to know, as I've told you before, that every dime, every cent of what you send us for that project for to JMICF, uh, 100% of that goes to where you send it. Uh, there are expenses incurred, but we cover all the expenses out of my ministry, Terry Mize Ministries. So we have two ministries, Terry Mize Ministries, Jackie Mize International Children's Foundation, and we cover all the expenses out of JMICF. We cover it out of Terry Mize Ministries. So everything that you send to uh, the orphans actually goes there. So Again, we want to thank you. Uh, We appreciate what you've done. I want to ask you to consider partnering with our ministry, with Terry Mize Ministries. So that'll always have plenty of money to do what it needs to do, preaching the gospel around the world and taking care of JMICF as well. So we'd ask you to consider that, pray about it. Believe God, we love our partners. We don't take it lightly. We pray for our partners daily. Uh, And then we'd also like to ask you to pray for us, to pray for the ministry and pray for our nation as well. You know, things have been kind of strange and we're in some tough times. And of course, uh, we're here at the end of the age, so things are going to be tough for a while. But uh, I want to ask you to pray for us and pray for the ministry and pray for the nation. God bless you. We love you. You're more than conquerors.